Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Oh, baby! I just wanted to hear what that sounded like off a of muscle relaxer. Ah, feel good. Feel really good. I'm felt, baby. YouTube and Twitch brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. Smart choice for low auto loan rates. A super simple online application process. Carbon policy in moments. I want to give a quick shout out to As we say good morning to everybody. A special good morning to my neighbor, Alberto Santana, the son of my guy, Jose Santana. You know about Jose Santana. Oh, yeah. Ripping up tailgates left and right. But Alberto, he always swims with my daughter, helps out my daughter in the swimming pool. Very Love cool. Alberto. So shout out to him. He's on his way to school. You better crack them books, Alberto. Like Tony Soprano told AJ. Remember AJ? They were at the table. And Beto was talking about Harvard and all that stuff. And AJ goes, oh, I want to go to Harvard or Yale. Tony goes, only Harvard or Yale. You got to see us on TV. You better start cracking them books. Well, Alberto, crack the books, buddy. You, you know, Tony only spent a semester and a half at Seton Hall. <laughs> I'm deep sure, into Tony. the Sopranos, man. Oh, I, I love the Sopranos. I've watched it so many damn times. I love it. Uh, I love the Sopranos, and I love Carbon Policy. Former president, vice president, president, CEO of the 49ers. I like a, a five-time, Yeah, no doubt about it. Five-time Super Bowl champion. We love Carbon on the show. I heard through the grapevine that he was hooked up with Mr. Ring. John Ring from the Olympic oh, no Club. Way. Yeah, Carbon's yeah, making around around here. What's up, Carbon? Good morning. Good morning. I'm, I'm sharpening my uh, my wits. I have to uh, uh, really be on top form when I show up tomorrow to you know address the Olympic Club's uh, uh, charitable group, their foundation committee, and it's it's always fun. Those guys are always a, a a great group, and they do a lot of great things, especially for kids in sports. And uh, it's it's going to be a fun day. And I could say stuff there I can't say here. Even. <laughs> yeah, I know you can, you can. But if you want to, we won't judge it, Carmen. All right, I got to ask you about this past Sunday because I'm 41 years old. We've gone through the heartbreaks. But I was asking everybody yesterday, you know, from your adult life, from 18 to whatever, over 18, because the last time the Niners won a championship, Shasky and I were 12 years old. Uh, we were in middle school, so it's been a while. We haven't seen the 49ers or witnessed the Niners win in our adult life here. But what was your emotions watching that title game 
down 17 at the half to the Detroit Lions because we're at the stadium and I actually prayed on Sunday for the first time in a long time, Carmen, to say anything to get something done in that football game. What were your emotions like watching that NFC title game? Well, let me start with the week before. So when I saw what occurred, you know, with the Green Bay Packers coming in there and playing the way they did and that game going the way it went and the 49ers surviving it, I thought, okay, uh, so long as this is a situation where we shook off some rust and we're ready to go and now we're even better better positioned to take on uh, whoever's going to play us in the NFC Championship game. We've got to come out and we've got to come out quick and we've got to be effective fast. And then I'm watching what's, what's happening during the first half, and I actually thought we may fall apart even worse in this game uh, than the other. I, I didn't see a comeback at first. And uh, lo and behold, uh, of course, a half a dozen things had to happen, uh, but, but, but those things did happen, and somehow... We found a way to win. And I think back to how we always were really ready to go in the, in the playoffs uh, of, of our five Super Bowls uh, when I was there. I'd say three of the, um, uh, three of the, uh, uh, the playoff seasons, we were ready to go and we had control of those games and we went into the Super Bowl looking like um, the the best team and the team most ready to take it on, uh, and and this year, you know, here, here we're struggling to survive, but we did survive. So so uh, I I you know I think something's happening. And now cut me off. Don't let me don't let me ramble too much. No, because, you're, you're rolling. Yeah, well, I, as I as I start looking at it, I I start thinking to myself, all these wise guys are picking Kansas City, and I understand why they're picking Kansas City. If you look at it, all the, uh, you know, all the history for the past four or five Super Bowls, uh, Mahomes, Mahomes being the magician and so forth and so on, uh, nothing seems quite right with the 49ers in terms of uh, historical approaches to the, to the Super Bowl. Um, you're, you're looking at Kansas City all of a sudden. They not only have Mahomes, uh, the, the fellow who beat us, uh, what was it, four years ago? Uh, yep. they, they now have a defense. Yep. And they now somehow have a running game, too. And, and, and it just doesn't make any sense. But I have to tell you, and there's no justification for what I'm going to say. There's no logic. There's no intelligence. I should be booed off the, off the, off the radio, okay? But things are happening with these Niners, with this quarterback that you picked out of the, you know, the, the practice squad almost, and, and that you're, you're dealing with uh, on a week-after-week week basis. And, and then that catch by Ayuk. Which I which I call the ladybug catch. Uh, I I don't see how the 49ers can lose. I swear to you, the, the something's hanging onto their shoulders. Mm. And of course, if you grew up where I did, ladybugs were really respected. I don't know if you guys ever, you know, when you saw a ladybug on your on your jacket, you don't dare crush it or no, you don't no. even flick it. You may give it a little blow, 
but you know it, it, they were respected bugs <clears throat> so I, I just don't see how you can beat the light ladybug effect on this game I, uh, I, I think we're going all the way let's go Carmen. I, I like to hear that you know Carmen you know everybody wants to compare and contrast whether it's Belichick Andy Reid Kyle Shanahan to Bill Walsh right because Bill's one of the gold standards how did he evolve over the years? Uh, because I'm sure he wasn't the same coach that he was at the beginning um, in 79 that he was, let's say, in 85 or in 88. Because um, I'm looking at Shanahan, and I'm, I'm seeing an evolution from Kyle Shanahan. Um, have you noticed those same differences in Kyle Shanahan? I don't feel like he's the same guy from 2019, that first Super Bowl run. Well, he, no, he, no, he is not the same guy, and he has evolved. But I, I think Kyle Shanahan... Is is more like his father uh, than like Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh was so bright, and he was he w- he was so ahead of his time, and he was he was marvelous to to watch and, and observe. But the lo- the longer he stayed, uh, uh, you know, in the position he had, where he had to manage and maintain a dynasty, the more it tormented him. And, and, and the more it ate away at him, and he just, instead of reveling in who he was and what he did and how he did it and the people that were around him that he developed as well as the history in the NFL, he, he was allowing that pressure to, to, to take away any joy, to take away any sense of accomplishment, to, to almost make it like, God, it's hard to get up in the morning. You know, and uh, I, I don't see that at all uh, on Kyle Shanahan, and I never saw anything similar to that with Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan was all about, oh, this is great. Come on, let's go. Uh, if we can win, uh, I could do this for 50 years, you know, that kind of thing. And um, I, think, I, think, I think that uh, Kyle, is, is, he fell very close to the tree. Uh, and uh, and I, I'm, uh, if anything, he's going to get better and better. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel. Uh, and I think that that's another factor, um, uh, you know, not not taking away from the ladybug effect. Mm-hmm. I think that's another factor that's going to make a difference. The Kyle Shanahan that's going to be coaching in the Super Bowl this year is different than the Kyle Shanahan who coached four years ago. Yeah, I feel like he's more aggressive with his play calling, and he trusts his quarterback, which he may have not done in 2019. We're talking to Carbon Policy, the former vice president, president, and CEO of the 49ers from 81 to 97. And of course, he has five Super Bowl rings, helping the Niners dominate the NFL for a 15, 16-year span. Uh, what is this two-week lead-up to the Super Bowl like as a football team? What is it like? You get the bye week, you're prepping, and then you get down to the Super Bowl, or is this is going to be distractions at every turn? What is this two-week lead? lead up like for the players and the coaches and the front office well first of all it's great it's great in many ways you uh you're going to the super bowl and it's really great when your team is healthy and i'm assuming that debo is is going to be oh, yeah. in, in fine form by the time you know he takes the field uh on the 11th he catches 89 yards on sunday carbon i think debo's just yeah. fine yeah i he's good and so when you you're turning around and you're looking at all the great names that you're, that's on your team, and all all those great names also happen to be healthy. I mean, think about that. That's that. First of all, that's a plus. Secondly, it's all there now. 
everything you work for, everything that you've, you've, you've trained for, it's all come together giving you the opportunity in this last game to prove that you're the absolute very best. And you're going to be part of a, of a situation no one ever can take away from you. And, and, uh, and it changes your life. It, it truly does change your life in so many ways. And, uh, and they can have a little fun with it. And they could this, this first week. The next week is craziness. And I think it was so brilliant to keep the teams out there by, by Lake Las Vegas, mm-hmm. which I don't care what anybody says. It's, it's a schlep getting from there down to the strip. Uh, and, and then they, they don't, I don't think they're, I don't think the players, even the players who aren't playing are even permitted in the casinos, if I'm not mistaken, let alone they can't gamble. And you don't want them in the casinos either because you don't want them out, uh, out late and, you know, the shows, uh, and, and that sort of lifestyle. You, you just, you just want them paying attention to this big game. One of the biggest games of their lives. Uh, and I, I, I think that, um, uh, next week will be will be fine as well, but then the pressure really starts growing when Wednesday hits, yeah. and you realize, uh oh, here we are. I mean, uh, when we were down and you know Eddie Eddie DeBarlo just you know he tried to make it he tried to make it a, a grand grand experience for everybody <laughs> and the players. There was no limit to what the only limit the only limits we put were on a Dion. Deion Sanders, because, you know, he said, he would call, he'd say, Mr. D, I got some family coming to town. I may need some tickets for parties and, and, and maybe even a couple for the game and so forth and so on. And then he said, fine, just call Carmen. He'll take care of it. So, and so he called me. He says, you know, yeah, yeah, I have family. What do you need, Dion? He says, well, you know, I got about 50 members of my family coming and I said, what? He said, yeah, and, and, you know, they're bringing somebody. So could I get 100 tickets to the Super Bowl, please? <laughs> I said, how about, how about dinner reservations for 12 uh, <laughs> at the restaurant of your choice? And maybe a few party tickets, but, I, you know, it, it was just, uh, it, 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 was at, it was at one point, you know, fun. And, and we allowed them to have fun. As a matter of fact, do you mind if I digress for a second? Keep going. It, it became a point of contention uh, with Jerry Rice. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? And, yeah, and I mean, yeah, I respect yeah. Jerry for this, but we were trying to keep everybody loose, too. You know, we said, well, we'll tighten things down. Uh, you know, George Seaford, Mike Shannon, we, you know, we, we've talked about how we were going to do it. We'll tighten things down maybe around Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest and get everybody back to focus, but we don't want to be too uptight and so forth. And Jerry, uh, who had been to other Super Bowls, of course, just was feeling that things were not tight enough and that we, we weren't focused enough. And Jerry Jerry kind of expressed himself rather, uh, I'll say, <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> and it, it created a little bit of a stir between him and Dion. But ultimately, you know, it, it all came together, and those guys were all on the same page, and it, and it, and it worked famously well. You know, Carmen, I'm, I'm sure that you keep in contact with all of the, what I call like the, the luminaries, the pillars of the organization, Joe, Steve, Eddie, I'm sure. Um, maybe you're still talking to Mike Shanahan himself, other great players from this team. 
If there was a group text message or some way to summarize what everyone's saying about Brock Purdy, like all the old school guys, like what are they saying about this guy Brock Purdy? Because I'm watching this kid, and I don't care what the other people are saying outside. I'm just watching him, and I'm like, I, I can't believe he's doing what he's doing in these moments. And it's just um, it's special what we're watching right now. What, what are you guys saying? Well, okay, without attributing anything to anyone particularly okay no names connected to this agreed okay yeah fair enough I, agreed they liked the guy i'm telling you and and they'll say things like uh, you know when he was when he ran the ball uh, last weekend and basically was one of the major major reasons that the the, the the Niners were in a position to ultimately win that game those three scrambles and uh, first downs and and putting the team in the position he did and so forth and so on they said he kind of reminded you of Joe when Joe would scramble it wasn't pretty but boy was it effective and you know they'd say things like that and there's this constant uh, uh, a referral back to Joe now keep in mind Joe's on a pedestal okay uh, I mean we're talking about, we're not talking about them saying he's the next Joe we're talking about right. them saying they see similarities similarities in his style of play and some of his qualities that they saw in Joe and they like it and they feel comfortable with it and they think he's capable of, of taking this team and taking it to a position of uh, of being a championship team uh, and 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 they like him I think I, some of them said they they would have liked someone like that in the locker room and there is some 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 strange resemblances from a personality standpoint even with Joe although Joe is exceedingly exceedingly uh, competitive but the the guys just bonded with them and and they wanted to be part of part of whatever Joe was doing and and he was like uh, the good kid who had a, a, a kind of a, uh, you know, not a bad boy attitude, but an attitude that was a, you know, a little on the edge, and 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 that, and, and he even brought that to his style of play. Uh, they're all in on on Purdy. They yeah, they yeah. they think we got a quarterback that can win all this for us. Now, and I'll, let's take it one step further. <laughs> they're also feeling pretty good about the coach. They're also feeling pretty good uh, uh, about some of those stars on that team. You know, the that running uh, back. And, and, <laughs> oh my God, he justice. And, and don't you love him? He's the best. I mean, I, mean how, I, I watch him and I listen to him and I hear the stuff he says. And you know, when he says it, you know he means it. And uh, he's just uh, he's just a, a, a wonderful, wonderful asset. And and then the defense. Uh, and God, we should win this game. We should win this game. I'm telling you. Yeah. And and it's and it's going back to you know those indefinable elements. Uh, oh, forgive me, guys, but I got to say the ladybug effect. It, it just <laughs> you you just have to you just have to believe sometimes that there's 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 there, there's a there's a an element of power and an element of almost fate. That, that that opens the door for teams sometime during the course of their existence. And and I think the same element of power and fate have gotten in the way of the 49ers in the past. Take and, me into the 
Oh, I'm sorry, Carmen. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just was going to say, take me into the the owner suite, like Jed York. This is now his third Super Bowl appearance um, as part of the you know the front man, if you will, for the team. Like, I, I'm sure you were sitting there next to Eddie as he was losing his mind during games at times and whatnot. We look at this as a failure or a success if you win it all. Like, take me through the owner's lens as he's watching these last couple of games and then winning at the end there. Well, I think the best way I can do that. Uh, if you have the time, is for me to tell you what was happening at the end of our, our, our of Bill Walsh's last Super Bowl, when we're in Miami and uh, Cincinnati's winning uh, um, by uh, three points, and there's uh, I think uh, two minutes and two seconds left, or something like that, and we have the ball on our eight yard line. You remember that? Oh yes, oh yes. All right. So I'm walking down to the locker room with Eddie, and uh, we're going to the locker room, and we're going to greet the team. And my whole approach is, you know, okay, Ed, uh, you got to get yourself ready. Uh, you've got to get yourself ready for that press that's going to be all over you and uh, they they know how passionate you are and how 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 losses affect you and you've got to handle this with with the world watching you've got to handle this in a way that uh, that that shows um, some grace and shows patience and shows the future's still ahead of us and so forth and so on because you know there's a good chance we could lose this game and he said something very nasty to me at that point. Uh, and uh, after he said to, for, for me to go and do something to myself, uh, he uh, suggested that I stay on the field and watch the game. He's going to the locker room. He doesn't want to see me till the game's over. Okay, <laughs> he didn't want to hear it. Just didn't want to hear it. Then we, John Taylor, God bless him. We we pull that game out with him and Joe, and uh, and I walk in there and he grabs me and uh, hugs me and he says, I I told you you didn't know what you were talking about <laughs> and uh i mean it's just it it it, it, it and another time we we were bouncing around in the stadium moving from uh, the owner's suite because it's too crowded finding ourselves in um in, in the coach's box we couldn't go to the press box because that was too crowded it's it was one nerve-wracking second after another and uh, even when we were ahead it was that way and um it's it's it, but but I mean you know for sure you're alive I can tell you that <laughs> and I think that uh, you know we have to understand how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl and I think that Jed and the 49ers getting there three times that that's quite a remarkable feat when you really analyze it and uh, uh, look you know I mean look, look at Detroit you had to feel good for Detroit getting to where they got. Uh, but but I I think again I'm going to say it one more time this is this is the game this is the year this is this is the moment in time where it all pays off for the Niners I think and they break the drought they break the they Super break. Bowl drought that's, that's what true. we want will you be in Vegas Carmen for this game will Eddie DeBartolo Senior be attending this football game we got to run here but quickly will you be there no. will Eddie D be there no and I I talked to Eddie no but I think Eddie's a uh, uh, grandson and maybe some of the family are going to go, but what? Eddie's not going to go. He and I, put, he's what? going to stay at his, he's he's going to stay at his ranch on Montana in Montana, I believe. And Why? We need Eddie D home. here. We need him here, I Carmen. Know. He needs to come out. He needs to I hand know. that Vince Lombardi trophy to Jed and Kyle Shanahan. Well, we need Eddie D pretty, in Vegas. Come on, Carmen. That would be Work pretty, your magic. Be pretty cool. 
Work your magic. The I'm going to stay home saying. and drink Casa Piano wine and, <laughs> and, 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 and hopefully see what I'm predicting. I love uh, it. But, but I, you know what? It, Joe being on the stage at the NFC Conference Championship cool. game was pretty cool. Yeah, I have to tell you. Uh, they had a little mix-up there with, uh, with Michael Strahan, but but uh, but it was darn cool seeing him up there on the stage like that. No yeah. doubt. Carmen Policy. Yeah, awesome talking to you, as always. We wish you were going to Vegas, you alongside ADD, but good stuff there. Cover Policy, courtesy of the Boxer and Girls and Guest Line. Have fun at the Oak Club tomorrow. Always great to talk to you, Carmen. Take care. Thank you, gentlemen. I love you guys. Take Thank care. You, Carmen. Love you too, man. Love you too. Man. Carmen Policy here on the Morning Rose. Of course, on the Boxer and Girls and Guest Line. What's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service. Bank, you know, compromises Bill Romanowski. But first, one lucky person will be qualified to have eggs and toast with the roast. We'll reveal the question on the other side. <laughs> this is an easy one. This question is easy. Be the first to answer the question correctly. That's coming up. Brought to you by Free My Bank, Full Service Banking, no compromises. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.